Hey guys, welcome to the I Hope to Hear This podcast. Today is an interesting podcast because we are dual releasing on both this podcast and the When I Grow Up podcast with Blair Kim. And so Blair and I, we just sat down together、um, at the Space Crew podcast studio to talk about parenthood. We are both parents of two kids.、Uh, Blair's kids are a little bit older than mine.、Um, but we've just, yeah, we've both been through、um, certain things as parents that we find life changing. And so we decided to talk about that and share with you guys. So thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy. This is Blair from When I Grow Up. Thanks for joining me today. And today, oh, let me start over. I、Why? got nervous. <laughs> I got nervous.、What? Okay. No, we're going to keep this in. This is great. <laughs> I love it. I love the rawness. I love the. Okay, y'all. So today I have David Shin with me from I Hope They Hear This.、Mm. Um, it's not just from I Hope They Hear This, he's a good friend、yeah. of our, mine. Why am I so nervous? I don't know. I think it's because. The space, maybe. The space.、Oh. Um, usually we do Zoom.、Uh-huh. I'm just going to look at you. I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah> . <laughs>、um, but today we are at、um, a new space called the Space Crew. And you have recorded here before. Yeah.、Um, it is a, how do I just, it's, a, it's not a, it is a co working space, but it's much more than that. Because they like have so many resources. Right. Besides just the space. Right. right? And、yeah. so, for example, this podcast recording room. And、mm-hmm. I think the last time we talked, we were encouraging people to, like, if you want to do a podcast, just do it. Like,、yeah. go, go do it. And this is a great opportunity for people to、uh, come here and start recording a podcast if you're interested because they have, like, all the mics.、Um, you just have to plug in your computer, I guess, yeah. right? Yeah. Just. I mean, I literally have my laptop here. I mean, I brought the cameras, but、yeah. audio wise, everything's here. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's a great little space, and they have like、yeah. soundproofing a little bit. And、mm-hmm. um, not just that, they、um, obviously they have comfortable seating for you to work.、Um, but did you see that space in the back? Where? Which part? Like with the, the photography、yeah. studio stuff? So,、uh, Shirley, you know how she's doing the、uh, AZ and June? Yeah. She's actually trying to see if they, she can come here and take some pictures. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, that would be perfect. So,、yeah. what we're talking about is、um, they have like a space in the back where they have like, what do you call it? Backdrops? Yeah, the white. Yeah, backdrop. white backdrops.、Mm. And they have like a green screen backdrop too where you can come and take pictures.、Um, yeah, just a lot of like opportunity, I feel like.、Yeah. And I think also the people who run it,、um, Haley and Caroline.、Mm-hmm. Caroline? Caroline? I think it's Caroline. Caroline, yeah. yeah. Sorry, Caroline.、Um, but、uh, <laughs> yeah, they're, like, they're very、um, willing to help people. Like they,、yes. Their heart is to try to、like、get people encouraged to do things. So I think it's a great environment, not just the space, but just the people as well.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah no,、be. definitely. I met with Haley earlier this week and just hearing her heart and why she decided to、uh, create this space for the Atlanta community is、um, so special.、Mm-hmm. And also, I mean, honestly, it's my heartbeat and your heartbeat,、yeah. right? To like, be able to resource people, cultivate gifts. Bring people together. They host seminars here all the time、mm-hmm. and、um, an opportunities to, like,、uh, what do you call that? Network. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes.、Um, but I really wanted to record here. Yeah. But then I, like, also, if I'm honest, like, the reason I do podcasts, right, is like, 
it's a, it's convenient for me mm-hmm. in this season of my life, right? Like David, my husband, not David Shin, um, does all the editing and everything for me. I just literally show up to the interview at 9 p.m. Mm-hmm. after I put my kids down. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's through Zoom. So it, it is really convenient, but also I've really come to love it. Yeah. Um, but I definitely want wanted to be able to come here and not take advantage of the space, but really like be able to utilize it um, and tell people about it. And so I was like, man, who can I call? (laughs) (laughs) I know um, the godfather of podcasting. (laughs) Uh, I don't. Yeah, (laughs) you are. You are. So um, thanks, David, again, for meeting me on such short notice. No, it's um, you know, it's funny. The timing of it worked out really well Mm. because I went through kind of a almost a like life-changing series of events that i think you could talk about yeah, yeah. no we should definitely talk yeah. about that because uh, all, all i told you because you were like hey let's record i don't really know what to talk about and i was like hey let's talk about parenthood the reason i was able to respond so fast uh-huh. is because it's been on my mind uh... and just to give you a, a, a little backdrop of what i'm talking about let me just tell you kind of what happened yes and then we can talk discuss okay. but last week no, sorry, two weeks ago. So it was the week before Thanksgiving. Uh-huh. I had to go on a business trip to Denver. Oh, okay. I did not know this. Ki- kind of different because this is my first business trip since COVID. Mm. So it's for like two years. And for everyone on my team as well, like it's this is very new because mm-hmm. a lot of clients these days, they just want to do it through Zoom. Yeah. It saves money and COVID risk is low, right? So I was like, all right, I'll go. And when I went, like right before I went, I could see my family kind of getting sick. So like, AZ wasn't feeling that well. AZ, my firstborn, wasn't feeling that well. Shirley wasn't like doing that great, but it, we were kind of hoping that it was just a passing thing, right? So I, I left and, um, the, oh, my mom and my dad were going to Korea the day after. So I left Gosh. Wednesday night. My parents are leaving Thursday morning. And, and Shirley's parents don't live in Atlanta. Exactly. Yes. So our kind of only support system in terms of like childcare is my mom. Right, much. right. And uh, I, I was like, Shirley, are you sure? Like you're going to be able to handle this? Like, should I like make an excuse and not go to the business trip? Which is kind of risky, right? To right, do that work. Right. So Shirley was like, no, I'll be fine. You can go. And that night when I land, like Shirley has texted me. I had to call your mom. Like mm-hmm. Kaylin was, Kaylin, my second born, was crying like crazy and Aisley was inconsolable because she was so sick and the day after on thursday i'm gonna cry <laughs> yeah. okay yeah on thursday um we find shirley took Aisley to the doctor and found that she had an ear infection so she had a cold and an ear infection so all of that was happening while i was away so i'm already like feeling terrible i actually my flight was booked to come back thir- a friday morning i tried to get on the flight thursday evening mm-hmm. but since it was so close to Thanksgiving, everything was booked. And so I, I fly back. And after I get back, our entire family gets sick. And so we're all like struggling, like we're taking all these supplements. And it's so hard because not only is AZ feeling bad, we have to like force feed her antibiotics. And I think that experience like broke me, you know, and like it like read shaped what fatherhood looks like or like just parenthood in general looks like in my head because i'm like we put the antibiotics in the syringe and for whatever reason it smells good i feel like it'll taste good but easy like does not want to eat it right 
So I like I'm like literally like pinning her down right. and like putting because oh and the reason why I'm so adamant in feeding her the antibiotics is because one of the coworkers I went to Denver with, like I told them because Shirley was texting me oh Izzy got an infection so I told my coworkers and they're, they're like older gentlemen and one of the guys says oh yeah you got to make sure she finishes the antibiotics because like apparently he had two brothers and this is back in the day so. Medicine was a little different, but two of his brothers, because they didn't successfully take the antibiotics, they had to remove their eardrums from the ear infection. So they're literally what? deaf in one year. It happened to two of his siblings. Yeah. So. Okay, I'm shocked right now. Sorry, yeah. because my kids just finished their round of antibiotics. They're they're. I mean, when they were Aisley's age, mm-hmm. I too like pinned them down and yeah. like force it with a syringe um but like even me because like they're feeling better Mm -hmm. right so i'm like like it's such a work right it's such work to convince them okay like it's time to take it um even me i'm like i mean we did seven days (laughs) right right right? oh my gosh that's insane yeah so i mean if i didn't hear this from my coworker, i probably would have been like hey like she's almost done like mm. we can maybe we can skip the last few days mm. but because in my mind the risk of her losing an eardrum is there like i'm, I'm so sorry baby i have to like yeah. i have to force and like so we can rest on that right there as a parent <laughs> like how often do we have to do things mm. that like so like so that experience broke me but the other part that broke me was as I'm force feeding her, she's like crying, like, Appa, stop, Appa, stop. Like, no, I don't want it. But then like, as soon as I'm done, I'm like, oh, you're done. And she's like, oh, I'm done. And I'm like, oh yeah, let me give you gummy bears. Like her love for me hadn't faded a bit. Mm-hmm. Even though like I was the one like causing this misery on her. As soon as it was over, she was like, like back to herself, like saying, oh, I love you, Appa. Mm-hmm. And like, I just, I don't know, like that just something, it triggered something in me like that. Like, I felt like I almost wanted her to hate me for a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you, do you ever have that kind of, like, experience? Um, I don't know. I feel like it could be different. I don't know. Mm. Um, between um, mothers and fathers. Mm. Um, but at the same time, your situation is a little different because I feel like you see your kids a lot more. Th- than most dads mm, right that, i right? work from home yeah. and all that yeah. yeah right so since you work from home and stuff mm. um but i definitely so what i'm surprised about as you're talking about it is mm. like oh like that kind of revelation mm. i feel like is is rare right mm. um but but very like like you said life-changing yeah. and can change the trajectory of how you parent moving forward yeah Honestly, when you said, oh, let's talk about parenthood, I like, oh, David, like, (laughs) okay. Like, because I was worried that this would become like some sort of venting situation for me. Mm -hmm. Um, Just because like parenthood for me uh, is great. But at the same same time, like, um, if I just think about the day to day is extremely tiring and challenging. And I was like, I do not want to deter people from having children, but because it's awesome. But like long term, obviously, like there is great value and reward as a parent and so much to learn about, like as a human being, 
as a follower of Jesus, yeah. right? That for sure. Like that whole experience I had, I I was like, this is what God must feel about us all, all the, the time. time, right? Like. <laughs> Yes. He's like watching us having to go through these terrible things saying like, just get to the end and it'll be better. Yes. Like, you know, like, yes. but then like, gosh, but like, I think something I learned from Aisley is like not holding that bitterness because mm. it's hard to do. Like, I don't know how Aisley did it. Honestly, like, I can't believe she was able to like compartmentalize the two things so fast, like the medicine giving dad and the regular dad yes you know yes. like so i don't think he she separates the two though because mm, i think like um it's i mean i it's hard to know right but then it's it's almost like she trusts you mm. she's just expressing what she doesn't want mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right as a reflex almost it could be deeper, but I feel like it's a reflex of yeah. I don't want to do this. I'm not. I'm going to scream and cry, but you know what's best for her, yeah. and she knows that. She right. knows that. So it's almost. I feel like she doesn't separate it. It's just that she just doesn't want to do what you said at that time. Mm. But as I'm talking, I'm like, yeah, that's that's me and God <laughs> every day, right? right? It's right. like I know I trust God. I know that He is uh, good, yeah. and then I'm like, no, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't want to do that. Right. Like, but um, but it's like it's just so it's amazing how much of that they can understand at yeah, such an early age. Insane. Yeah. yeah, it's insane. And it's I don't know. I like it's still flash. Like I, I think I almost cried one night, like as I was doing it, because. Um, uh, Shirley, okay, sorry, Shirley. Yeah. I saw her today. I hung mm -hmm. out with her today. She like, she didn't tell me all of your revelation and mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. But then she told I because I could tell she was getting over a cold. Yeah. So I asked her, "Are you okay?" Because I know it's really tough to have kids and be everyone be sick yeah. and stuff. Um, and so um, she just told me about the medicine thing. Yeah. And I was like, oh, "I'm so sorry." And she's like, "Blair, like, I cried." I was yeah. like, "I." I understand, I know, yeah. but like, okay, what were you saying though? But one night you almost cried? Yeah, I, I, it's the, the thing is, she knows it's coming, right? Mm -hmm. And leading up to it, she's fine. Mm -hmm. And then she has to go through it. And like, I'm like the worst person, maybe not in her perspective, but like for me, like I feel like the worst person ever doing this. Mm. And then she goes right back to being okay. And I, I think like, the realization so it's, it's like the realization that she has put that much faith and trust in me yeah was like really touching but then like it felt like for the first time i was taking advantage of that trust that she had toward me oh my gosh David. Yeah, you, know, <laughs> like, you know what i mean like no i mean i do yeah. i do so like it's again i know in my head right that it's like it's for her good and i'm yes. sure she'll be fine but it's just and because not only am I like thinking about it in terms of my relationship with my kids, I'm also thinking about it with my relationship with my, with my parents. You know right. Because I mean? like, I'm sure they went through all the same stuff. Like one of the things like I talk about a lot is kind of my semi resentment toward my parents for not like really letting me go to art school. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. I remember this. And it's like semi because I'm like, oh, whatever. Like, right. Right. But like now I think about it and it's like, man, like look at the life I'm leading. Like all the things I'm able to provide for my family, mm. like everything that like, 
like work is going fine like work is great for me <laughs> so it's like if only i had the foresight to be like oh they're actually doing what's good for me right now like i don't think i, I would have had any of those moments of mm -hmm. resentment so like i like had kind of a like almost like repenting right. repentance moment right. in, in that yeah. oh, man like what comes to mind too is like um i mean i don't think my parents said it often but i do remember a time where maybe my mom might have said like oh just wait till you have your own yeah. kids you know right. and i'm like yeah. whatever yeah. but then it's like oh yeah yeah it's so different it's, you realize so much i think i don't think you can fully appreciate your parents until you become one. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. And even with like your relationship with God, I don't know. I mean, I, mean, I don't want to say that people who don't have kids are disqualified from feeling it fully. Mm. I'm not saying that. It's just for me personally, I don't think I realized the full extent of like what everything God was doing for me until I had kids. Yeah, mm -hmm. no, I, I agree with that. I mm -hmm. think, again, I don't want to discount anyone that has chosen not to have children mm -hmm. or are unable to because um, i believe that god can work even through that and yeah. teach them um, in different ways but i would you know i have definitely experienced a deeper understanding yeah. and and love yeah. um and even like recognizing my sinfulness mm. and my need for a savior yeah. is because I've had, I have children, yeah. I feel, yeah. um, for sure. I definitely agree with that yeah. statement. So one other thing, I think um, having kids, like you see emotions in such a raw form that you probably never have never seen it before. Mm -hmm. So like for me... Bless you. Oh, sorry. No. Um, so like, I think still to the, I mean, it didn't happen that long ago, but the strongest show of like human emotion I've ever experienced or seen is um, when after we had Kaylin, mm -hmm. uh, we, were, you know, we were in the hospital and mm -hmm. because of COVID, AZ couldn't come see us. So we didn't mm -hmm. like, I did, but Shirley didn't see AZ for like two nights. Mm -hmm. And so when we came back, there were like, it wasn't the first night back, but maybe like the third night back, mm -hmm. one night AZ woke up like screaming. Yeah, like as if she had some sort of like nightmare. Uh -huh. And so like Shirley was like holding her and like rocking her, like trying to figure out what's going on. And finally, like once the crying subs subsided a little bit, mm -hmm. like all Aisley would say is, Oma, Oma, Oma. Oh, so it was, um, and then like Shirley kind of broke down saying like, oh, I'm here. Like, I'm not going to leave you. So in, in that moment, the... Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> Like, Aisley's yeah. desire, like, she was, like, obviously traumatized yeah. by not seeing her mom yeah. for, for that amount of time. And you guys all, um, like, you guys sleep together yeah. at night, too. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Yeah. So, like, Aisley, like, at this point can only, like, really fall asleep if she's, like, somehow, like, physically in contact with Touching, my yeah. with my wife. Um, so, yeah, like, I've, I didn't understand the full capacity of human emotion. Mm personally right mm -hmm. until i saw that moment mm -hmm. like the the desire of a human being for another human being's company in that strong burst of emotion like that was like like eye-opening for mm -hmm. me I, I think i was just watching i was like just holding kaylin just watching 
this kind of unfold. Like I almost cried and I was like, oh my gosh, I, I can't believe a human being based purely, almost purely on emotion can have this strong of a like adoration for someone else. Right, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and that, that also got me thinking like, have I lost that? Because I don't think I've ever really, I can't, in memory, can't think of anybody who I missed that much. Like, not, not to get, like, even, like, my kids, I don't think I, and so, like, I'm thinking, is this something that I never had? Or mm -hmm. is this something that gets, like, trained out of us as, as we grow older? And that thinking led me to this realization, like, oh my gosh, like maybe something my parents did like messed it up for me so I can't feel that level of emotion, right? And not, not to like blame my parents, okay. but then like I'm just like, that's a hypothesis, right? Yeah, okay. And then so that goes to how am I currently like traumatizing my daughter? Right. That's going to mess up whatever innocent like human thing she has that she'll lose mm. because of what I'm doing. And then that almost like put me in a panic attack. Right. You know? Do you, am I, I'm not the only parent who feels this way, right? Am I? Um, I, okay. I will admit that I don't think I, I personally think as deep as you, David. <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't l allow myself uh, to go there uh. because in my life, I just think I don't have the time to do that. Mm. Like to self reflect like that. Mm. I'm sure I could get there. Mm. Um, but I have definitely felt the anxiousness of okay so when when you brought up this topic today I started to think about and reflecting about like my parent like parenting yeah. excuse me parenting uh -huh. um and I'm not a very like laid back person right in I general can see that. in yeah. general uh -huh. And you're very like regimented. Yes. Right. Right. Yes. And then just because I feel like things need to get done, there is a better way to do things. Right. Um, and so um, I think there is this constant like need to like always be engaged with my children. Mm, right. Yeah. Um, for those of you that don't know, Eli will be five in December and Zoe just turned three in November. Mm -hmm. So um, we're getting to an age, like, so I'm out of this, like, which I want to ask you about too, but I'm out of this, like, kind of newborn phase, right? Yeah. And and uh, my kids are talking, they can fully communicate with me. Um, so it's like the the engagement is, is definitely different than it was when they were toddlers and younger. Mm. Um, but what I'm trying to get at is like, I think I am tired by the end of the day because I, there is this unknown or what is it? What do you call it? Like, I don't realize that there is this like tension in my actions, like in my behaviors. Like huh. I always feel not relaxed. Right. Like you're always geared to do something yes. kind of thing. Okay. Yes. Okay. Or, or like say something or like, even if like, say like, okay, so Eli and Zoe are fighting all the time these mm -hmm. days. And like, even in that, I'm like, like stressed. And yeah. then like, how do I, how do I teach them? Right. Like to, to be, you know, kinder to one another or like, or, and there are times where I just let it go mm -hmm. and I'll just let them fight it out. And then, 
and then it kind of passes oh by the way i'm an only child if you don't know so even that is like new territory for right. me um but even after, but if it doesn't de-escalate i have to step in mm. i don't want to get angry but then there are times where i feel myself like getting to a point where i want to just yell and be like can you please stop fighting <laughs> like yeah. but then even that there's like i i can't relax in that right because like there's this like i can't i don't want to screw them up right? right i don't want there to be resentment i don't want them to be oh remember that time on my yelled at us right. because of this and then this and this and then she said there was going to be consequences and like you know like all these things right yeah. so like there is and i there is this anxiousness oh. i think mm. without even me realizing it mm. but is that what you asked me is yeah. that, do i feel anxiety about the way i'm going to yeah pretty much <laughs> anxious because you don't know what your actions like what type right. of impact they can have right yeah. and like i feel like and so actually i feel like i shared this with you before on the other podcasts actually okay. but just um I had a, a counselor on uh, when I okay. grew up mm -hmm. and um, we were, I actually asked her like, so do children need counseling? Mm -hmm. Like, cause you know, um, even if we don't have um, trauma in our lives as adults, it's healthy to go see a counselor yep. and it's good for your mental health. Um, I know that you've shared that you see a counselor as well. And David and I have talked about seeing one. So anyways, <laughs> I like asked her like mm -hmm. like is it healthy for like young children to see counselors like maybe they maybe they need that I don't know yeah. and then she was saying unless there is like major trauma in their lives mm -hmm. like they're very resilient mm -hmm. right but then I'm like and I shared this anxiety with her yeah. like this was uh, this was like post recording okay mm -hmm. and I said like you know I just don't want what I do or say to like yeah traumatize them in the future mm. and just manifest into something else right yeah. like sure i not sure but of course i trust god and i think that's the only way i get through day to day yeah. but um she's okay so she gave me this this example she said she knows somebody who um has like um like issues with their father mm -hmm. their father okay and then she he said or she said that this person um remembers like a specific happening in their life that, he, that they will never forget hmm. so what it was was um they were at home they were like 10 years old dad came home from work and he was very tired hmm. the dad so he just laid down on the couch hmm. and didn't say anything just turned into just that was it but in the other this person's mind at 10 years old, they just wanted their dad to acknowledge them and say, hello, like, I love you and mm. embrace them, right? But this child, like, never even vocalized. Mm. Like, if if the child has said, appa or dad, I just want you to hug me. Yeah. Or, oh, can you, can, uh, hi, like, can you give me a hug? Can you tell me I love you? Which they're not going to at 10 years right, old. Right. But, um, there is no doubt that in this particular situation, the counselor might, the counselor was explaining that the dad probably would have reciprocated. Right. Right. So the point in her telling me this was, which I felt no relief, obviously, <laughs> but like, they're like, 
You can literally do nothing. And still, and traumatize. still traumatize your child. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> thanks yeah. for that. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right? Like, but she was trying to give me peace, like yeah. the counselor was. And she was like, like literally, like there's, you could do everything what you think is right. Mm -hmm. And the child will still find a way to pinpoint certain parts of their life. Right. And call it trauma. Right. Yeah. And I was like. Great. <laughs> Great. That's awesome. Yeah. And then um she was a Christian counselor. Right. She's like, so that is why <laughs> like we trust God. And I'm yeah. like, sure, yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> you know, right. and so she was the counselor I was seeing. Uh -huh. Um and I told her I talked to her about it. Uh-huh. <clears throat> and this was when I was like I had a lot more anxiety in my mm -hmm, life. Mm -hmm. And so like to the point where I was like, I gotta go see a counselor, mm -hmm. right? But I I talked to her about that. Mm -hmm. Like and this was when I only had Aisley. It wasn't even Caitlin wasn't even in the picture. And so I was like, how do I know like what I'm doing for my daughter is the right thing? Like, cause mm. there's so many, like, it's not, if it were like a video game, it would be like responses to actions would be like one or two, like A or B, you know? But like, there's infinite different things I can respond, like different ways that I can respond to a single event mm. or a single, what, whatever AZ does, right? And as I was like kind of explaining it, like wanting to protect her and keep her like safe and, you know, like providing for her and all these sort of things. Like she stopped me and she was like, like, isn't that what we like rely on God for? Mm. And I was like, yeah. And she goes like, why are you trying to be God for your daughter? Right. Like yeah. God is God for your daughter. Right? right. So like that, that gave me a lot of relief. Yeah. yeah. But I think, um, but the, the, the idea was like, and eventually she told me like, you know what, no matter what, like she's like, I guarantee almost anybody is going to come out of their childhood no matter how great it is, with a certain level of trauma. Right. Like, right. There's just, like, just nothing <laughs> you can do. But that's like, I think, you know, what it is like human brokenness in itself, mm. right? Like, but yeah, how sad. <laughs> yeah. And like, I, I, and the thing that, I went really deep on this. Uh -huh. like, just cause Tell this, me, David Shin, how deep did you go? <laughs> like, I got to a point of thinking about Hitler. <laughs> I'm going to explain to Let me connect the dots a little bit for you guys, right? So I'm thinking, Hitler, arguably the worst human <laughs> oh being. Oh my God. Okay, in, yeah, keep right, going. Yes. Right. <laughs> arguably the worst human being in history. Okay. I'm sure his parents didn't raise him saying, like, oh, you, you got to, like, right. be a terrible. Right. There was, but there is something they did, right? <laughs> oh Some way that they raised him that made him into the person that he became. Okay. So, like... <laughs> I don't know. Is it appropriate to say that it was Hitler's parents' fault that the Holocaust happened? Maybe, <laughs> right? Like, so yeah, that, I mean... that freaked me out a little bit. I kind of had a, a little bit of a freak out thinking about that. Like, it, it doesn't matter. Like, I'm not, I'm obviously not going to teach my kids to be a racist, right? <laughs> but like, no, what, I know you will never right, do that. Right, but what if something I do, mm -hmm. like something I do unintentionally or they misinterpret something I've sure. done causes them to go down a horrible, I mean, knock on wood, but mm. horrible, terrible path like that. Mm. Right. And like, I, I just, I don't know the weight of parenthood just like suddenly like fell on me. Interesting, in man. Yeah. That's pretty deep. You went far, <laughs> yeah, right? Right. <laughs> but very legitimate. Yeah. I feel like, yeah. I mean, um, man. Yeah. I mean, cause like right now in, in like the newborn age, you're the parents are really the only source of like 
real information and, and molding and direction and guidance. No, absolutely, yeah. Right? So it's like, whatever they end up being at like three or four, that's all on you. <laughs> like, right, right. You can't really right. blame. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's true. Hmm. But I do feel like... No, you're right. It all starts <laughs> at home. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I honestly, I have you ever read a parenting book? No. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. I heard they're really good. There, there is one that Shirley <laughs> recommends a lot. Oh, really? It's called uh, "Bringing Up Bebe." It's like a French parenting method that uh -huh. they talk about. It's very interesting. You should talk to her about it. Yeah, I will. Yeah. Maybe yeah. she just maybe I convince her to come on the, on yeah. the podcast. Yeah. I know yeah. the one that you guys did. It was hard to. It's been like almost two years uh, to get her to come on the podcast oh yeah yeah but, <laughs> so, but she might do it for you though she just, okay yeah. i'll ask her but um yeah i mean i know that like edu educating myself would be extremely helpful um but like at the same time for me it's like when do i have time for that yeah. like <laughs> but um it is important i'm actually in a class right now um at church with some like um of the korean speaking congregation mm -hmm. um and it's like uh basically a class on on character and raising up your children with godly character oh. it's been really good and like self-reflective is, is that a program is it called something i believe there is like I mean, we're using a curriculum, so okay. I don't know. Well, is there, does the curriculum have a name? Because like, there are programs like that at my church, too, I think. Oh. But something mother... Ah, shoot. I forget what it was called. But anyway, sorry. Continue. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Uh -huh. But um, yeah, it's been really... It's only been a couple of weeks, but it's been really good because... Um, well, one, to be in a community of moms that mm. like... We can, we're all in agreement. I don't feel like a crazy person, <laughs> right? Like... Um, and, you know, we can share our struggles of these burdens of, and anxieties of, like, are we doing the right thing, right? Yeah. And actually, a lot of the mothers are older than me, mm. um, so their kids are grown even. Um, and um, it's cool to hear, like, even where they feel like they messed up yeah. and they want to kind of uh, educate the next generation or encourage the next generation of moms to be like, hey, like, this is what I feel like I could have done differently, you know, which has been really cool and has um, made me feel like there's so much grace mm. in motherhood, right? Like in parenting in itself. And um, because I am really hard on myself mm. and even coming to this conversation, I feel, I did feel anxiety because like um, there is no... I feel like there are so many ways, right? Like, mm. and so people are so different. Um, but at the end of the day, it's like everyone's just trying their best. Or not everybody, I guess. I can't say everybody. Right. But most, most people are yeah. trying their best, yeah. right? And even my, our parents. Yeah. Right? Like, there are things that I feel like, I'm like, man, I could have been a better human being. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, but at the same time, like, um my parents tried their best and yeah. and i and like you said like we talked about in the in earlier in our conversation like i can only understand and feel these things now i think because i am a mom myself yeah and so um yeah it's it's i don't know if i went i would go that deep as 
far as you went, but as far as Hitler, yeah, but <laughs> but like there's truth in that, and even um, you know my my other job um, as a children's director at a church, um, when it comes to even my congregation of little ones knowing who Jesus is, right, like. I, I could put a lot of burden on myself. Mm. Um, however, I only see them once a week, right? Yeah. And so, like, at the end of the day, like, really, um, I know that a lot of that should be happening at home, right? Mm. So, um, or, I mean, I think teachers can say this too, right? right? Like, they interact with children every single day. And, but aside from them, they see their parents the most. So yeah. there is this, like... to say oh, man this is like a podcast <laughs> i'm being too honest i feel like um yeah but like there is a lot to think about i feel mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. as far as um i guess your children reflecting who you are yeah. as a parent yeah but like that like as i think about it though i also think about like the person i became and I guess I get a, a little bit of solace from knowing that my parents, I'm sure, like this, this came about because um, like a few years ago we went to Korea and like we were having drinks with my mom, like eating ojinga, like that, uh-huh, the, uh-huh. all that kind of stuff, right? And my mom, like, I, I don't think she was drunk or anything, but then she kind of like confessed to us. She was like, well, not to us. She was talking to my sister-in-law and Shirley. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And she goes, yeah. I didn't study well when I was younger. So all I did was just send my kids to tutors. Like I I did all Mm -hmm. I could to like get them educated because I couldn't do it myself. And in that moment, I was like, oh my gosh, my mom had no idea what she was doing. But like she was able to accomplish like getting us, you know, through school, through college, all these kind of things. Right. And it just dawned on me that dang, like my mom had no idea what she was doing. Yeah. And like. I have no idea what I'm doing. Yeah. Maybe like the effort is enough. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah. Parents are superheroes. No, man. seriously. I mean, like, look at you. Like you have yeah. two kids and you're, you're still going at it really strong. Like, you know, <laughs> um, I haven't released a podcast since like early October. It's been like, this has been the you longest. You just had break. a kid, man. <laughs> no, but, I, <laughs> but still like you, uh, I commend you that you're uh-huh. awesome. Thanks for saying that, David. But I mean, really, I mean, as you know, I started the podcast, I think, as an as an effort to kind of like find my passion other than my children Mm. again. Right. Mm. And um, but and I think I think the podcast has been a really great outlet for me to kind of uh, recenter like what the things I care about. Right. And that's. I care about people finding the things that they love in life mm-hmm. and uh, really cultivating it, going after it, yeah. and not just going after it, but realizing there are ways that you can use your gifts and the things that you like to help others or, or like, I mean, on, let's be real, like, yeah, make a living. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> make a living. And also um, from that, like, be joyful, yeah. you know, because I feel like there is this weird misconception that in order to 
have a successful uh, life in the eyes of the world, it means like you have to die to, like into everything you like and, and be miserable. And be miserable, yeah. right? But um, and I mean, sure, maybe. Mm. But there are other ways too, and yeah. so, um, anyways, all that to say, it's been really great. The I guess it's almost been two years. Yeah, yeah. But I'm slowing down. I think I'm gonna go biweekly. It's been it's been a lot. I mean, the fact that you got it weekly this long is <laughs> amazing in and of itself. I'm only following your, your footsteps, David. <laughs> no, you know, um, you know one one thing that kind of like really discouraged me a little bit what? is um, you know how you're using Anchor, right? So yeah. they have the um, year wrap up. Uh -huh. for your podcast that you uh -huh. can see so you can okay. see like how many episodes you release like how many people blah 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 uh -huh. and then i was like going through it like oh cool like first person from hong kong listened to the my podcast this year or uh -huh. like oh like this many like listeners increase but then i get to like one of the last ones like oh you released 19 episodes this year oh and i was like that's it that's it yeah exactly so I, I think it makes sense because I'd started the year going like every other year, uh, every other week, week. And then I took breaks here and there. Man, time so, flies though. Yeah. But, you know, um, to kind of go back to what you were saying about like accomplishing things. Well, this can be controversial, but I'm going to put it out there. Oh, man. <laughs> Only on it. I hope they hear this. Because <laughs> the reason why um, it's been such a long break for me is because my daughter was born early September mm. and uh, the last episode I released was early October. Okay. And I think I could, I could only do that because uh, Shirley's mom was in town with us for like the oh. first three weeks of that's right, that's right. Kaylin's life, uh -huh, you know? Uh -huh. So like I, I, but then like now that she's gone, like I have like no time to do anything. Like it's so, like even though I'm just like kind of holding one of my kids, like it's just, I, I honestly, I don't know where the day goes. I wake up, I start working. Once I'm done working, I go hang out with my kids. I eat with them. I bathe them, put them to sleep. And and then I go downstairs, clean up downstairs, all the toys and everything. And then by then, like, I have no energy to do anything Of course else. not. You just want to check out. Yeah. Why is this controversial? No, so the, <laughs> the controversial part is, do you think kids prevent you from, like, success? Okay. Okay. Let's talk. Yeah. Let's talk about this. Yeah. Um, no, I don't think that because I think you are definitely, you and Shirley are definitely in the thick of it right now. Mm. I think, um, when, when Aisley's a little bit older and Kaylin's a little bit older, um, it'll feel different. And people told me that too. Yeah. Like when I was like, like just, <laughs> just trying to find like the surface of the water, <laughs> like just treading water. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, I think, but then I wanted to ask you, mm -hmm. oh, wait, I guess I should finish the question <laughs> about feeling, do we, do they prevent you from success? No, I don't think so. I mm -hmm. think that, um, as, as they become more independent and, um, yeah, like the other parent is more free to not feel so burdened and the kids are not depending on you 24 seven. Mm -hmm. Um, it allows for you to do other things. And mm -hmm. I think the, for me, the podcast is like, um, a definition of that. Yeah. Right? Like for, I mean, not that I ever imagined myself doing this, but just different outlets to express whatever yeah. I wanted to. Yeah. Um, and I'm definitely finding that it's not easy, but it is easier than it was before. I'm sure parents older than us can attest to the 
the now freedom that they have to do other things. Mm -hmm. But I do feel like maybe, okay, I see what you're saying. This is the controversial mm -hmm. part, right? Like the investment that you're putting into your children versus wanting Any a career project, or something. Yeah. Okay. Because like uh, there are people like who don't have kids. They delay having kids because yes. they want to accomplish some okay. things. And like, I don't know why, like my default thought was, why do it with your kids? But now that I have two, I'm like, okay, I can understand why mm. people would do that. Mm. Okay, sorry. Sorry it took me a second to get there. No. I'm an external processor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> um, okay, that's interesting. But mm -hmm. I, I'm in the same camp as you. And I would even say David, my David, is mm -hmm. in the same camp as well. Mm -hmm. um, we just came back from a retreat. And sure, it was tough. Mm -hmm. Like doing, the, all the, the kids went. Um, mm -hmm. We all slept together. Um, but yeah, we did it together. Yeah. And it was great. Yeah, it's like, it's weird. I think parenthood is like, kind of like the worst best, or like the best worst thing. Mm -hmm. The worst, you know what I mean? Like. Mm -hmm. It's so hard. Mm -hmm. It's like one of the hardest things, but then it's also like, oh, it's like so great. So great. Yeah. Yeah. And there's this weird, like, you don't really know what to say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's funny. Like, if someone asks me, like, is parenthood hard? I'm like, yeah, it's the hardest thing. Yeah. But then if they're like, do you recommend having kids? I'm like, oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, I mean, I don't know. It's, I, I, don't, I, I don't know why. I, I guess I started thinking about it because. I'm like, oh, how long, how much longer can I do the podcast? Mm. You know, like, I mean, because Kaylin is a little easy right now because she's just like a potato. She's just there. But like if she starts crawling and stuff, it's going to be way more of my attention is going to have to like yeah. go to the kids, you know. I mean, I know you love doing the podcast, but I mean, if it if there's just a short season where you can't. I think that's perfectly fine. Yeah. yeah, I know that you would be a little sad though. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, but then like opportunities like this, like yeah, yeah if you didn't te text me and say let's do a podcast, who knows how much longer I wouldn't have right. released an episode. Right. Yeah. Um. So how has it been transitioning from one to two? It's uh, it's rough. <laughs> <laughs> it's rough because with one baby. So I think it's easier in the sense that we know what we're doing. Yeah. So we don't freak out every, right, every right. little thing. Mm. But it's hard in the sense that one person, uh, both parents are engaged 100% of the time. Because before, you're only engaged 50% of the time, right? With one baby, only one person technically has to be interacting with mm. or taking care of the child. But now, like if Shirley is interacting with Aisley, mm -hmm. I'm holding Kaylin. Sure. Or if like... Shirley's feeding Kaylin, then I'm interacting with Aisley mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to keep her occupied. So it's just, yeah, it's, I, I don't know if it's emotionally or physically or even mentally harder, but it's definitely way more time consuming. Mm. Yeah. 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 Th there are nights, um, like, oh, like, so, um, there are nights I sleep in like a separate room just cause like, I'm like, so, cause, <laughs> oh my yeah. God. Cause I'm like so tired and right. like, I, I'm a very light sleeper. Right, right, so right. I'll wake up at anything. Um, but where nights where I'm like, I need to wake up early tomorrow morning. I'll just sleep in the room with everybody without fail. I wake up at 7am. Um, I'll, I'll wake up a few times in between too, mm. but yeah, so it's, it's just, yeah, it's, it's, it's just, there's no time for anything else. Uh, yeah. yeah. And I mean, like 
even with church stuff, or like we're really um, sure. like so Shirley and I are lay leaders at our church, and like there's a lot of stuff happening. Mm. Um, but yeah, like even that seems minimal when I think about all the things we're doing like with our kids. Yeah. 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 It's rough. How did how did you guys survive through it? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, <laughs> you just kind of do it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so David and I, we don't, we don't have family that live here right. either. Um, so I don't know how I did it. Uh, honestly, thinking about like as you were talking, and then I was trying to put myself back in that place, and I felt myself getting emotional because mm-hmm. I think it was hard, you know. Um, I think. One thing that you said was like you're holding Kaylin if if uh, Shirley's engaged with Aisley, um, yeah, like because uh, David was working, my David was working, um, yeah. So Zoe would not go to David. Um. So if if Zoe needed me and Eli needed me, there was no like switching off and um that's not to say anything about david it's just um that was just you know that's still who zoe is today (laughs) um and uh just like thinking about like uh just one a second Mm. and um this might be tmi but like shirley was like blair like um it actually gave me a lot of comfort and encouragement for her to even say something like this. But she's like, so I don't understand like how you would stay home and David would go to the office. Because um, if you've heard our podcast before, you, you would know that um, David Shin's wife and my husband, they work together. So there's this, you know, kind of like already understood thing about working and stuff. Yeah. And um I was like, oh, what do you mean? And then, and then she was like, like, what about when you go to the bathroom? And I'm like, oh, I just hold one and the mm. other one is clinging on to my foot and you just go to the bathroom. Um, and like, it was so... But you, I think you don't even have time to like feel sorry for yourself. Mm. Like you just have to do it. You just yeah. ha- everyone's just trying to live, right? And I'm just trying to make sure my kids stay alive and happy. And um, there was a time where um, right before the pandemic, Eli was um, in a twos class, like a, a preschool class, mm. and he would go uh, twice a week. And it was it was it was helpful, um, but I remember like. Like always being in a rush. Mm. Like, okay, we gotta get to the next thing. We gotta get to the next thing. And I, and I'm holding. I, I before COVID, we would I would walk my kid, walk Eli into class. Um, and even that was tough because like he wouldn't want to leave me. Uh, but once he settled, he was fine. But I remember holding both Eli and Zoe. Zoe was wrapped around me, and then I was holding Eli on my side. And then um, I saw like my reflection in the mirror. And just feeling so like grateful, right? Like, mm. wow, like what a luxury that I have to like be able to stay home with my children. Mm. And I felt very sorry towards Eli in that moment because I was like, oh, like lately because I have Zoe, like I've been doing a lot of checklist things with Eli, like uh. making, okay, like potty training right did you go potty like you know everything like she's like oh, did you eat like do you need this like what do you need what do you need? like okay we got to get here we got to go there right mm. um and because like 
in order to in my head in order to like make sure everyone was okay plus zoe um even like playing was like a checklist like mm-hmm. okay do we have fun today um and so i even wrote it on my instagram because i didn't want to forget but um just like realizing that yeah what i have is such a gift mm-hmm. um and it's not just a checklist but um yeah that <laughs> first year with the two of them looking back on it yeah i mean like, like you said it's it's rough yeah. and um but also now um i like i mentioned before i'm an only child and i was actually telling this to shirley today like i mean sometimes i watch eli and zoe like just play on the playground or something and i'm like wow i really missed out Uh. like they have so much fun together yes they fight constantly but (laughs) but when they're not fighting they're having fun together and like i'm like wow like even like bath time is like so chemi for them. It's right. so fun, right? Yeah. And like everything they do is like they're just running around and like chasing each other and everything is fun for them. And I'm like, oh, I really missed out. Mm. Like because, um, I mean, I don't regret my life or anything. It's just like, oh, like Zoe will never know what it's like to not have a sibling, right? right? And right. or have a, have a best friend at home like 24-7. Yeah. And so... Um, I'm so thankful that I have to, um, as hard as it is sometimes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Can I, do your kids listen to your podcast? No. Okay. <laughs> then I'm going to ask kids you. Well, to- I mean, even if I turn it on, they don't really, Oh, I see what you're saying. Understand. I got you. I got you. Me. No, they don't listen to okay. it. Okay. Yeah. Do you have a favorite child? No. Okay. I'm, I'm asking the question <laughs> because I think... Okay, so when I growing up, like because I have an older brother, <laughs> okay. like we'd be like, "Who do you love more?" Uh-huh. They'd be like, "We love you equally all the time." Yeah, is that? But I'm I'm like at a point where like, I feel like that's a lie. And do you have a favorite? I do right now, but then it's it's like oh, this. Oh no, but that's not fair because Kaylin doesn't do anything. So that's the thing. <laughs> that's the thing. So I, that's what I'm saying. Like, there. I'm not. I'm, well, I, maybe love is the wrong term. Like. There are uh, fluctuating levels of okay. like bonds that yeah, I feel sure. with my daughters. Okay. Like there are days where I'm like just like holding Kaylin and she's like just so cute. I'm right. like, oh, I love her. And then Izzy's like off in the background saying, Appa, Appa. and I'm like, just be quiet for a little bit. I'm like having my moment with Kaylin, right? Mm-hmm. So in that moment, I feel a stronger bond with Kaylin. There are moments where I'm playing with Aisley and like she's like starting to talk way more now. Yeah. And like she's like so smart and like Jeez. she like does the funniest things. Like, like um actually right before i came out uh-huh. um shirley uh went to ups to drop off some packages um and uh kaylin was like fussy so i'm like holding her and she's like fussy and like she's like all like, like squirming and stuff and i was like oh kaylin are you hungry and easily like looks at kaylin as if she's like a full-grown person and says oh, mommy's coming Oh. Like relax, mommy's coming. She's gonna feed you soon. And I'm like, well, how do you even know to like? Right, it's right. Like in those moments, I'm like, oh, easily, you're so cute. Yeah, like I love yeah, you so much. Yeah. So like, I don't know. I I feel like, and like I um observe other parents, right? Okay. Um, like my brother, for example, he has two kids, and like some of the his like social media posting patterns, like if you kind of <laughs> look at it, you can tell like he definitely has that stronger. <laughs> bond okay. with one of the children over the other 
Okay. So um, let's dispel it for the listeners right now. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Honestly, I don't think <laughs> I have a favorite. Mm-hmm. I think depending on the day, mm-hmm. there are certain things that trigger me. And like they both have their own things like mm-hmm. that annoy me. Mm-hmm. And but then I don't know. I don't I really don't feel that way. I don't think. Mm. I laughed at the social media thing because one time I did realize I was posting a lot about Zoe <laughs> yeah. and I felt like, oh, this is unfair to- towards Eli's. So I should post more about right, Eli too. Right. But that's why I laughed. But um, I don't know. I would argue that David, my David, mm. has a favorite. <laughs> so so like, that's the thing. Like, I don't think it's a given that parents must love. Like, I almost feel like that's like a unreasonable expectation to have toward a parent like i i would be stressed out if both my kids they're like older they're uh-huh. like love me uh-huh. and love me uh-huh. in the same way in the same amount like that would be like especially if they have different interests and right, things like, that. Right. like that, it would be very difficult to I do. guess i guess right so i i i asked the question because now that I have two, obviously uh-huh. with just one child, uh-huh. you don't know, but with two, I'm realizing that it, oh, it's like a fluctuating, it's almost like an ocean. Like love is an ocean where like, okay, again, I don't want to call it love. Maybe it's just affection or what, whatever else. Okay, uh, I'll go with affection. Okay, affection, yes. yes. It's varying levels, right? Yeah, I, I, but I stand by my answer. I think it changes every day. Mm-hmm. But yeah. you're right. It's not the same every day. Yeah. I see that. Towards both. And weirdly, that comforts me. Knowing that <laughs> other parents are like that too. Cause, I don't know about other parents. Me, I'm oh, like that, yeah, I, I guess. Know, but you, you're a great example of a great mother. So, yeah. But, yeah. If, if I were the only one feeling this way, I would... I don't know. Dang. Do I need to ask more parents about this? No, it's fine. Right. But... Because I, I, I think you're right. Yeah. No, don't get me wrong. Right. I love... Yeah. In terms of love, like the, the just like that emotion, of course, I, I love them both. Of course. Very much. Yes. But there are days where I'm like, oh, like Aisley is the cutest thing. And then there's like days where it's like Kaylin is like the cutest right, thing. Right, right, right. And I, if, if I had to live in a world where that was wrong uh-huh. and I had to constantly like <laughs> check myself whenever I had those feelings, I think I might go a little bit crazy. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I agree. <laughs> I was trying to think of another example, but um, yeah, I mean, I think you're right too about like their interests and stuff. Mm-hmm. And like, because, you know, I have a boy and a girl. Mm-hmm. So I think there is a tendency for me to probably relate to Zoe more than Eli. Yeah. Um, but Eli is my firstborn. So there's those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Um, I find myself like, Okay, this might be going to a different topic, but um, Eli and Zoe um, are different to me because I find them to be like a little bit. Um, so Eli started talking very, very early, mm-hmm. like right. at two years old. Genius. Um, no, so like, um, which is a little unusual for boys, is what I'm trying to get at. But mm. and then Zoe too. Zoe, she talks fairly well Mm. so my biggest thing 
is like I kind of treat them older than they actually are, mm. right? So like there is an expectation that I have of them, even though they're like so little, right? Yeah. Um, and they are usually able to meet the expectation. Yeah. So I think when I get disappointed about something is when I get triggered, mm. right? And so like towards one child or right. another child. And so, um, yeah. So again, I don't think I have a favorite. I just think like there, there are things that my flesh like can't handle. Yeah, for sure. And I'm like, all right, I don't want to talk to you right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah and i think i don't know I, I think parents need permission to obviously not like you have permission to not love your child but permission to kind of just be like take it as like roll with the punches right yeah like, as, as it yes. comes like kind of like be allowed to feel triggered. am i am i allowed to feel like that i think so okay okay no okay yeah I'm, i know i'm allowed to feel triggered but then i always feel like not always, but I usually feel guilty about it afterwards. So, like, that's the thing, I think. I think that's the thing that really kind of, like, got me in a deep rabbit hole of thinking about implications of raising another human being. Right. right? Because if I have to check... I mean, I guess it's good practice to understand how you're treating your child. Uh -huh, uh -huh. But if, like, every emotion is unreliable in the, in the sense that every emotion like needs to be checked somehow and then corrected like what what kind of way of living is that you know what right. I mean because like, right. we're all humans right right and em emotions emotional reaction to things are natural mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, and I'm as I'm like talking I'm like trying to convince myself that this is true too mm -hmm. so when emotion I have an emotional response to something that my daughter does mm -hmm. It's I I, th I feel like my life would be a lot easier if I'm allowed to feel it, even if I have to go back later and rectify whatever. But if I can feel that emotion in that moment, if if just to maybe like learn something about myself, yeah, I, I think that's good. Like, but to hide away and like try to like bury that emotion away, like I think that's how you get like ulcers and like <laughs> yeah, you know, no, for sure, get for sure, stressed out too much. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, definitely like having the permission and the community of parents to kind of allow you to be like, hey, it's okay. Like, mm. <laughs> um, my kids are crazy too. Or, <laughs> you know, you know, one funny story is um, so we have a couple named Danny and Nadia. They uh -huh. have a kid named Asher. Uh -huh. Very similar age as Aisley. And they have the same like baby chair okay. for, for like eating. Okay. They have the same model. So, one day we visited them and we had dinner together, but it's like one of those like modular ones. So okay. you can put like the little table in front okay, yes, or you can yes, take it off and yes. use it as a chair. Aisley still had the like seatbelt and like the table, the whole shebang. But Asher, it was all of it was gone. It was just straight up a chair. And we were shocked. We're like, oh, like Asher just sits like that. I'm like, yeah, like, oh, that's crazy. Like Aisley would fall off if we like did yeah, all that. Yeah. Like, oh, Asher's fallen a few times, but like he's fine with it. Yeah, right? yeah. So then that night we went home and we like took off some of the things. Uh -huh, uh -huh. And then we're like, oh, maybe this is the way to do it. And then like a week later, we saw them again. And then we told them like, oh, you know, funny story. When yeah. we saw that Asher wasn't using it, we took like some of the things off. And they were like, oh, funny story. When we heard that AZ was still using them, we put some of the stuff back on. <laughs> so we were like both kind of like, even though we were doing like we were doing our own thing. Yeah. And then we... 
kind of nunchi about each other. Yeah, yeah. And we're like, oh, maybe the way that they're doing it is better. better. So like yeah. we like, so which, which was really funny. Like yeah. I think, like there was an opportunity to learn from each other, which yes. I think we did. Yes. But also the fact that like there's really no wrong way of parenting because no. like nothing bad was happening. Right. Because of the way that we were doing it, right? Yeah, we're so. all just trying to figure it out. Yeah, yeah it's, it's okay cool. to learn from each other, um, and I think that's what like having that community like it's so helpful. Do you yeah. ever find yourself comparing? Comparing? No, not yet, but I can. Oh, I guess uh, comparing parenting styles. Oh, like, not children. All the time, like all of the time, like I wouldn't do that. Oh, I can't believe they're doing that. <laughs> <laughs> right? Should I be doing that? No, yeah, yeah that, that happens a lot. Too. Oh, wait, is that the right way to do it? Yeah, because you know, um, like just in our community, there's a lot of different parenting. Yes, styles. and like, there's a lot of parents. Yeah, yeah, which and, is I'm so grateful for, by the yeah, way. But like, yeah. they're all great. Yeah, and all the kids are growing up great. Yeah, but it's just like, oh, like there's so many different ways to do it, and like it's funny. Like when I was not a parent. I was like, oh, you know, like, let's just let them all do this. Thing. They're doing great. <laughs> but now that I'm a parent, I'm like, I would never do that. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so weird how that shift happens. Oh, man, that's so funny. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I find myself doing that even like and it's even worse on social media. Right. Mm. It's like there uh, there are like mom bloggers that their heart is truly to like empower mm. and like build this community of moms to help one another. But there are so, but even in doing that, I'm like, oh like is that something i'm supposed to do right but like, <laughs> right 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 oh yeah. man but yeah i mean parenting is like there there are a lot of great books but there is also a saying that there's no like one handbook to parent yeah. um but definitely it is a um it's a it's a great journey but also i would use the word it's a christian word but like just a sanctifying journey yeah, as well like for sure. completely realizing that um for me personally that i cannot do anything by myself mm. and i need to be fully dependent on um what i believe in to be is god and so um yeah i i am so grateful for to be a mom right mm. to be a mom um but it is so hard <laughs> it's yeah. really hard yeah again i think the the big wrap up here can be it's like so difficult there's so many challenges but there's such it's like it's so so amazing yeah right it is yeah. it is yeah i would even knowing how i mean let me ask you knowing yeah. how difficult it is if you went back in time would you still do it the same way <sighs> yeah I mean, I think so, mm. but there's really no control over the situation, <laughs> right. honestly, because children are uncontrollable, yeah, I feel yeah. like. And that's another thing that I've had to let go, right? Like, mm. that's part of who I, my DNA, really, I just want to be in control of the mm. situation. I find myself getting frustrated at my kids because I've lost control, right? right. Um, but yeah, I think, I think, I don't think I would change anything. Because yeah, like, you know, like one of the questions I ask some parents is like, if you could have delayed having your child or if you could have had your child earlier, like, would you have timed it a little differently? But like, for me, I don't think I would do that because then you're not guaranteed to have the child that you have now. Yeah, absolutely. You know not. what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, no, uh, they're so special. They're yeah. so great. Um, do you have any like advice? Oh, don't be too introspective. <laughs> <laughs> right? 
Like that's I honestly like I think that's the most crippling thing for me. I, I guess this is personal. Like maybe not everyone's like me, mm-hmm. but being because I'm just an intro. Actually, you know what? I realize this about myself. I don't think I'm super introspective. I'm, I just like observing the outside, like what my impact to the outside environment, and like its environment, the environment's impact on me. But. If I think about those things too much, mm. like I think it can, I can get to a crippling place. Yeah. So like, that, just saying, you know, like go like God, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and kind of going with the flow. Just try to do the best that you can, but if it doesn't work out, you know, yeah, it's not the end of the world. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. It's really good. Do you have any advice? Uh, you know, I thought about this question because that's what I usually ask my yeah. my guests. Like, do you have any advice, right? Um, on a kind of surface level, like, don't get a dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's really mm. like, um, I mean, I already had a dog and she's great and my kids love her, but mm. I wish I didn't have a dog. It's <laughs> one more thing to do. It's like having another child. Yeah, so mm. like, and I feel bad for her because, you know, not giving her the life that she deserves. But, um, but uh, I mean, it's similar to your advice. Um, do we have time? I have time. Okay. Um, so there was a week, like not too long ago. I want to say... What month is this? It's December. Maybe like August or something. Um, And I have these weeks time to time, right? Where I just had a really challenging week with the kids, right? Mm -hmm. Like so much disobedience. There's only so much no, I don't want to. No, no, no that I can take like in one day and especially in a week. And like, and I I remember there was a particular week where this was like, it was just, I don't know what was going on, but they were... Eli and Zoe were fighting constantly. Um, and I'd like to say also, like, shout out to my husband because literally he is Superman and does mm. everything. Like, he does everything. Um, and that's how I'm able to do things like the podcast and even meet with you or do church stuff too. So, um, or do the things I want to do um, if it weren't for David. But, um, yeah, so it was a challenging week. And I... I the kids, I was like trying to put the kids down too because David uh, goes to church on Friday nights. So I put the kids down on Fridays, and um, which is normally fine. But this particular Friday, they were just fighting up until the end. And then even like putting them down, like Zoe was not, would not go to sleep. Mm-hmm. So I was like getting anxious like Mm. and frustrated because like I just was fighting for my personal time, right? right. And I like... She finally went down. It was like 9.30, which is late for me, mm. for the kids. And so I came out. And I, there are things that I need to work on after they after they go to sleep, which is, again, something I'm trying to, like, keep in check because um, I'm realizing because sometimes there are things I need to do for work, I try to rush the present, mm. right? It's like, okay, like, we got to go to sleep. Like, okay, one story tonight, not two, right? But then... <laughs> right. But then um, Anyways, going back to that night, um, I like felt so broken, like just like I cannot 
do this? Like, mm. why do I suck at being a mom? Like, I'm doing it wrong, is what I thought. Like, I'm definitely doing it wrong. Like, there's no way, like, that this is normal. Like, the fighting, the constant, like, battle of disobedience, like, and just the consequence that comes with it. Because I, in our house, we just find it to be important. Discipline is important for us. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and just like I, it's not like I want to discipline them, right? Like right. I'm like I don't want you to have to go to timeout, and yeah. I just. But this is what if we're gonna do this all the time, like you. That's how I feel, right? right. That's how we feel. Um. Anyways, so I went to God, right, yeah. and I was just like weeping, and I, this is a very personal thing for me, and I'm just sharing it because I feel like it's important for our community of listeners to hear. Um, and I had never felt like, like this before Mm. in the four years that I've been a parent. Right. And, um, I like was asking, like pleading God, I was like, God, like I'm doing it wrong. I don't know what to do. Like I, there's something, just tell me like what I'm doing wrong. And then, you know, do I need to be more patient? Like what, like, what is it? And, um, yeah it was okay so like i kind of when i pray like i kind of like uh see pictures in my head right and like i felt like jesus was standing in front of me and was like yeah give me your children and i was like i've already done that i gave you my children a long time ago Mm. like and so i was like arguing with jesus Mm. right it's like I gave you my children a long time ago. And then he just, I said, I just need answers. Mm. Like, I trust you. Just, I was like, I don't understand. And then he was like, no, like, give them to me. And I was like, again, I did that already. Mm. And um, he just stared at me, like, in my head, like, what I'm imagining, right? Mm. And um, I realized um, I looked to my so I'm standing in front of Jesus in my head and then I look to my left and my right and I'm holding Eli and Zoe's hand like extremely tight mm. like so tight right and I'm, I'm realizing oh my gosh like did I not <laughs> mm. surrender my children to you like and so I let go of their hands in my head and they walk over to Jesus, like, just, like, extremely joyful, Mm. right? Extremely joyful. And I am completely broken. Mm. Like, just, I could not, emotionally could not handle it, right? And I'm sorry, I'm getting emotional now. But, um, yeah, I could not handle it because I literally felt like, like, oh, I just broke up with somebody Mm. or, like, like I was devastated, yeah. like completely wrecked. Like I did not understand it would I didn't I didn't know that it was gonna be this pain this kind of pain. Mm-hmm. And and even as I'm talking, I'm realizing there might be some people that have no clue what I'm talking about. Um, but I think to actually realize that um Eli and Zoe at this point didn't they don't belong to me. Um as a mom is like extremely heartbreaking Mm, in the mm, flesh, right? mm -hmm. Like in my, if you're not thinking about 
being a follower of Jesus, right? right? And so um, I think I sat there, like, again, David was at church. So I, I think I sat there and just cried for like 30, 40 minutes. And I mm. like texted a friend of mine because I was like, I need help. I can't, I can't breathe. You know, mm. like I can't. And um, she said she was praying for me. And then um, I remembered this passage in Psalms and it, it's a lot of people are familiar with it, but it's about how like, um, you know, children are like arrows mm. in the hands of a mighty warrior, mm -hmm. right? Do you know this a little bit? Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, it says, you know, children are like arrows in the hands of a mighty warrior. I think before I read this passage as like, oh, I'm the warrior and children are my arrows in this world, right? But then I realized like, oh, like, no, Jesus is the mighty warrior and he is holding the arrows. Mm -hmm. And my job is to just make sure that he has the best arrows to fight for his return, when he returns, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. and, and that all of a sudden, I was just like a complete peace, like, transcended over my body my soul and i recovered but it's a constant battle every day mm. and i my advice is is this right like um yeah i mean you already said it like you have to let go but are you really letting go <laughs> mm, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, um, I'm sure a lot of our friends have already have just because, you know, our community is a lot of uh, people that believe in God. Um, but I think that without doing that, uh, it's so much harder, mm. right? Like, I think since then, my, the pressure that I feel. Um, has definitely lessened knowing that oh it's it's not my job right and and I think that's been the common theme throughout our conversation right yeah. like it's like we really it's really up to God to to do everything right and right. even what your counselor said too right like mm -hmm. are we God or is God doing what he's supposed to do yeah. um, but um, that that kind of turning point in in my relationship with God and surrendering my children over um for our family not just myself but for david as well um really changed how i view parenting and like it's not it is a big deal it's mm. a big deal yeah. it's a huge deal to raise human beings little yeah. ones but um for me you know it's like okay like what is what is the purpose though yeah. like why am i raising these little ones and if if i do it wrong like I, I personally have to trust that there will be grace because they're not my arrows, they're his. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I hope that made sense. Oh, it made perfect sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and I know we're running short on time, but I have, a, I have to share because it's kind Please, of the yeah. opposite of what you okay. went through. Like I, I came, like I came for God, like Jesus saying like, I, like I feel bad loving my child this much mm -hmm. like i feel like i need to be like just like releasing her to you 
kind of oh, thing, right? Yeah, yeah. And I, in in prayer, like in the same way, like mm-hmm. I saw an image of like God, like standing before me, like Jesus standing before me, mm-hmm. and like I'm like holding like Aisley, like, <clears throat> um, and it was like the imagery I got was like Jesus giving me a crown, right? Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, and look at my child, and then he's like, yeah, I got one for her too, and like in that moment, I realized like I'm not like the I'm not the only heir to Christ's like to God's kingdom. Like oh, so is Aisley. You know, like in fact Jesus Jesus loves Aisley more than I could ever love her. Yeah. Yeah. So in that moment, like I, I was in the like, oh, I need to like l- almost like love her less because like she's becoming mm-hmm. a idol. Right. Is kind right. of what I was thinking. Yeah. But like the piece that God gave me was, no, like your job is to love on her right now. Mm-hmm. Like she is my child and like I've entrusted her to you. That's you love her and and the, yeah so it's like it's like that weird balance of like letting go or like holding on too tight or like being too distant yeah um but i think yeah it's just again just you just gotta kind of just do your best yes yeah. yes yeah. <laughs> oh man this is so cool i feel like um it was interesting too that you know um you being a father figure and me being a mother figure, but we're not from the same family and being able to hear the different perspectives on motherhood and fatherhood. So it's been really fun. Yeah. And um, I've gotten a lot of peace. I think I might've been teeter tottering on like, am I being, am I a weird like parent? Like, or not? But then, yeah. It has been a minute since we've met up, I guess. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) A lot of, a lot of stuff happened. Yeah. Yeah, Kids getting sick. I know. Oh gosh. Everyone stay healthy, please. Yes. It's been so crazy. Yes. All All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening. Um, Thank you again so much, David, for meeting me. Yeah. Um, Just a shout out to the space crew. Um, If you guys uh, are interested in learning more about it, you can email me, DM me, DM David. DM the space crew. I'm pretty sure they have an Instagram and social media following. So, um, yeah, and we can get you the information that you need or the person that you need to talk to. Until next time, peace. Bye, guys.